In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The people who walked in darkness, the prophet Isaiah says. Isaiah delivered those words 700 B.C. or so, a little while ago, by our counting, but still they remain a fitting description of life in this world, don't they? The darkness of winter upon us. We just passed the shortest day of the year, the gloomiest in 20 years, according to some news records as well. But we know and can probably guess that Isaiah isn't simply giving us the time of day when he talks about darkness. Darkness in Scripture is always more than the physical absence of light. It's a spiritual darkness, too. The presence of disorder and chaos, wanton evil, the darkness of sin, the shadow of death, the tenebrous shroud that overshadows God's creation that was once proclaimed to be very good. So Isaiah is right. We live in darkness, a fallen world full of fallen men, who, Jesus declares in John's Gospel, love the darkness rather than light. So humanity goes that way, following the broken compass of our fallen flesh, a needle that constantly points inward by the gravity of our selfish, sinful desires. Such is the darkness of mankind, a mind, a will, a heart of darkness whose thoughts are only continually evil. It's no wonder that when C.S. Lewis wrote his science fiction space trilogy, that Earth was known as the silent planet. Silent and dark. We live in darkness, Isaiah says, where everything and everyone, including our own thoughts, words, and deeds, dwells in that darkness and the shadow of death. Spiritual darkness, despair, doubt, perhaps the black night of mental or physical illness, the gloom that descends upon us of our own guilt, our own shame, regrets, dark scars of old wounds and hurts. And yet for all of that, all of our sinful thoughts, words and deeds, all of humanity's fallen, benighted ways, for a world perpetually dimmed by the curse of Adam, our Lord begins and accomplishes some of his most glorious, most saving, most gracious work in the dark. When all was still and it was midnight, we sang earlier, your almighty word, O Lord, descended from the royal throne. O dayspring, splendor from on high, eternal light and sun of justice, the great O antiphons of the church ring out. Come and lighten those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. Or Isaiah, the people who walked in darkness, have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them, on you, as light shined. So into the nothingness and void of creation, God spoke his creative, his powerful, living and active word, a light in the darkness that spoke light into being. Let there be light, and it was so. Or those night skies above Abraham, over his head in the night, the Lord spoke, and the light of his promise shimmered in the myriads and myriads of stars overhead. Look towards the heavens, he commanded, and number the stars if you're able to, Abraham. 
And the Lord said to him, So shall your descendants be. Or the burning bush in Exodus that was aflame, yet unconsumed. The light of Christ appeared to Moses to lead him and the people of Israel out of bondage and slavery in Egypt into a promised land. And there, too, in the wilderness, the glory of the Lord appeared again in smoke and fiery light, leading Israel on that great exodus out of slavery into freedom from death to life through the sea, through the wilderness, to the land he promised. A land where the glory of the Lord one day that was pillar and fire and smoke would come and take on human flesh and dwell, where John says, tabernacle, make his tent, live among us. And so in Isaiah and the prophets and down through the years, this light of Christ grows brighter and brighter. It is undimmed even by our worst rebellion and sin and rejection. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light on those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness. On them has light shined. And Isaiah, at the end of his prophecy, in chapter 60 or so, follows it up with the same comforting word again. Arise, shine, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. He is born for you. Because there in the darkness of Bethlehem of Judea, a stable becomes the greatest lighthouse the world has ever known. From that manger, newborn light, we sing, shines in glory through the night. Radiant beams from our Lord's holy face. God's redeeming grace at last has dawned. The light has finally come. Jesus, who is God of God, is born of Mary for you. Jesus, who is light of light, born in the darkness, to bear the darkness for you. The sun's light was made by this one's light, and the light who made the sun, under which he also makes and creates us, is himself made a man under the sun for our sake. He hid himself under the cloud of our human flesh, not to obscure, but to temper his light to hide his glory that we might touch, see. And in that same country, there were certain shepherds keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, to you, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger, and then suddenly with the angel host a multitude of heavenly angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. You see, God's brilliant love in Christ does not flicker. It does not fade. God's radiant redemption cannot be overshadowed. Christ's peace and mercy are no rolling blackout that comes and goes. No. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. And so in his birth for you, in his life lived for you, in his death and resurrection for you, you have received and you are given God's true and enduring 
and endless eternal light. For the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, and those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them, on you, light has shined. The light of Jesus' birth reaches all the way back from Bethlehem forward to the cross where Jesus, the light of the world, will hang in darkness. He will let himself be swallowed up by death. He is born for that reason, to let the shadow of death overwhelm him, that he might fill you with his life and light. And then his love shines forth all the way from the cross to you. Today, this Christmas Eve, this night, and tomorrow, and till he comes again. For his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path that leads us in this darkened world to his table, to his supper, to his word, to his promise, to the light of his comfort and peace. Christ is born, and the true light of the world has dawned. Christ is born, and we are rescued from the night of sin. Christ is born, and the ancient darkness is forever banished. Christ is born, and the shadow of death is overwhelmed by redeeming light. Christ is born, and Jesus' manger and cross are the great lampstand where his love and life shines forth for you. Christ is born, and his light and life are yours today and always. O God, you make this most holy night to shine with the brightness of your true light, granted as we have known these mysteries here on earth. We may come to know the fullness of your joy and light in heaven. May it be so for each of us this Christmas. A blessed Christmas to each of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.